Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 134. What is makerspace and why does it matter in the classroom? Today, we're going to break it down. We're going to talk about what a makerspace is and why it really matters in the classroom. You know, I've been talking about makerspace for quite some time, and sometimes people are like, well, I don't know what that is. And sometimes they want to know, well, why does it really matter? And I'm going to share a little bit of that today. As you know, I have a course on makerspace, mastering makerspace. It is a step-by-step process or playbook, I should say, game plan to getting a makerspace up and running in your own classroom without breaking the bank. And that will be opening up in the near future. But in the meantime, I have a free masterclass or a free training, if you will, that I would love for you to, to attend called Every Classroom Needs a Makerspace. And if you'd like to join me, you can grab a seat inside this masterclass. You can find your seat at trinadebrieteachingandlearning.com backslash makerspace seat makerspace seat, all one word. So hopefully you will join me and we can talk some more about why every classroom needs a makerspace. But today we're going to talk about what a makerspace is and why it matters in the classroom. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, This teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, yes, I'm awake and I'm ready to talk about Makerspace. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. I think it is the thing that can actually transform your classroom. I think it is a pushback against some of the rigid systems that we have in place in schools. I think it is the answer to kids wanting to be in school. And I really feel that strongly about it. Like I I love it. I think it is an amazing, amazing experience for kids. And I just want to tell you that up front. But first of all, I do want to say that when I was sharing the link to the free masterclass, Every Classroom Needs a Makerspace, it's also, I'm going to go over five steps to kind of help you get one up and started. I shared the link and I always say back that's not right. It's forward slash. And <laughs> it's so it's Trina Devery teaching and forward slash makerspace seat. So the, I'm sorry if I confused you. Plus, it's in the show notes. So you can click on the link, which would be a thousand times easier than me trying to figure out what you do with the forward or backward slash. <laughs> so that's just something to keep in mind. All right, let's talk about what a makerspace is. Well, first of all, many teachers are looking for ways to bring more hands on critical thinking into their classrooms, especially after a lot of a lot, a lot of screen time in this past year with COVID. And I talked about the three crucial reasons to creating a makerspace in your classroom post-pandemic on episode 133, which you can find on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Also, I'll link to it in the show. I'm not going to try to give you a link. <laughs> and I, it'll make it much easier if I just link to it. But you can find it at episode 133. 
Most makerspaces, which are spaces, this is what they are, they are spaces that kids can investigate, tinker, discover, create, and build. And yes, they can be anything and anywhere. And they don't just have to be in a special space in your school, like a media center or a makerspace room. And often makerspace is is often tied to STEM and or things like STEM or STEAM, but it doesn't have to be limited to just these subjects. It can exist to deepen the experience with literature, practice soft skills, and even focus on social and emotional learning. And you can catch my session on social and emotional learning with Makerspace inside Mastering Makerspace. I also do a session with some tweaks in Whole Teacher Eclecticon, which is coming up in two weeks as well. So I'll link to that if you are interested. But anyway, so it's it can be for a variety of objectives. It doesn't have to be just to cover STEM standards. It can cover a multitude of standards. And when we allow students to have hands-on experiences and collaborate with partners and teammates, it really enhances our learning. So we can do that. We we should be doing that in all subjects. So it, it can it can really take on a life of its own. So no matter the objective, makerspace can be a space in your classroom, it can be in your closet, it can be in a tub, it can be on the playground, or even on a cart with the goal that kids can explore creatively through engaging activities. So it really has more to do with a mindset that you're, 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 taking on that you're allowing your students to be a part of. It doesn't necessarily have to do with your space or the materials that you have. And the best part of creating a makerspace in your own classroom is that you can customize your space to cater to cater to the specific needs of your students, their age range, their interests, or even based on the standards that you need to cover. And again, that could be, you know, things like math or social studies or literacy um, skills or social and emotional learning or any of those kinds of things that you are trying to cover in your classroom. Makerspace, and they, they matter. They matter in our classrooms because they allow students to hone in on their own unique strengths and interests, to practice, to, to practice skills and, and valuable things that they learn so that their future ready workforce skills, such as cooperation and collaboration and empathy and determination and perseverance and so many more. It's just such a great place for kids to practice these skills. And they don't have the opportunity to practice some of these skills when they're setting and and writing or they're bubbling in answers to a test. So this is the opportunity that we need to give them so that they can practice these things and be ready for the future. Makerspace has been, it's been a trend for a while now in education. I first heard about it in, I think it was 2018 at a technology conference. It might've been longer than that. I don't, I feel like it was, it was, it was longer than that. Like I've known about it for a while, but, but let's just say it was, it was in 2018 and it was in Orlando. I was in Orlando and I, I did kind of come late to the game. It had already an already relevant presence in a lot of media centers, honestly. But but and by the time I got there, I had just left a job as actually had just resigned from a, a school system from teaching, I had just left a, me, a 
um, media specialist position. And I was so angry at education. I was one tired teacher for sure. I felt beaten down and demoralized, honestly. And I went to that conference because, first of all, I love technology. And secondly, I I paid for that conference myself. It was like the first conference I paid for by myself. I'd been sent, you know, on so many other conferences when I was when I was a teacher, when I worked for the same principal for a long time and he was great and he sent us on on tons of things. I got I had so many opportunities. But I hadn't I really wanted to go to this conference and I asked when I was the media specialist and they they wouldn't send me. And so when I resigned, I'm like, I am going to that conference. One of the reasons I went to that conference was because Sir Ken Robinson was speaking and I think he is he's like my education hero. And he has recently passed away, I think it actually during COVID. And he was such an incredible man and such a presence in education. And I loved the way that he looked at things and the way that he saw things. I think he would, I think he would be so excited about Makerspace. I know he would be so excited, which actually makes me feel a little emotional. But anyway, so Makerspaces, they are still relevant today because they have the ability to adapt to changing curriculum curriculum and academic needs. No matter what you have to teach, students can be creative, they can direct their own learning, they can make productive mistakes or experience productive struggle. Now, what do I mean by that? I, you know, I feel like I say that a lot because I learned that from my friend Carrie Tracy at Feel Good Teaching, and she's a master at discussing this. So if you ever have the opportunity to hear her talk about, you know, kids failing and failing, you know, greatly, you want to hear it. It's so good. And that is a shameless plug for StemCon in the future because, she, <laughs> but she's so worth it. Anyway, she talks about productive struggle. And how necessary it is for kids to go to go through struggle and learn how to use those muscles to persevere and to be determined and to problem solve and figure out what to do next and to really take failure and use it as something positive and have kids understand what this means instead of getting all the way to college and never having understood or how to cope with or how to rebound from failure, gets to college and then struggles and their whole world falls apart, which is a story she tells about herself. And I can't relate to that because I struggled through school. When I was a child, I have dyslexia. Things were hard for me. So struggle was a part of my everyday existence. And I I really think that's why I have such determination. However, (laughs) I still constantly am failing and constantly struggling. And it takes me more than one time to get things done. And it, it feels like I get things on the third try. But it that's but I wouldn't get it if I didn't keep trying. And it's something that we want our kids to learn and we want them to understand because it, you know, changes who you are as a person. If I took the first answer that I got every time, there are so many things I would miss out on so many things. And I think, wow, I can't, I have to keep going. I have to keep trying. So yeah. Anyway, I think that that's, that's the productive struggle that, you know, putting kids in a safe place where they're actually, they are struggling, but they learn how to recover makes all the difference. 
unstructured learning occurs when students are given the reins to their own learning experience, promoting creativity, innovation, and discovery. Students engage deeply in the activity they design and self-direct and practice their trial and error skills throughout like the execution of learning experiences. This type of learning is, is open-ended and the end result is unique and different and special for every single child. And that's the beauty of it. It's like differentiation on steroids. Like it's, that's, that's the magical part of it. And ultimately, unstructured learning leads to the pursuit and the strengthening of important skill sets, which include critical thinking or creative problem solving or self-motivation, and even some of those social and emotional skills, such as productive struggle and managing failure. This is where kids really start to thrive. Even though it's hard, it doesn't have to be impossible. And a lot of work, really good work, powerful work comes from reflecting and revising. And in a makerspace, we give them time to revise. We give them time to reflect. We give them time to to rethink. And, and sometimes we feel like we don't have the time to do that as a classroom teacher. We feel like we have to move on to the next thing, but we're missing out on such an incredible opportunity for kids to, to learn and grow. So today's Makerspace projects, they far surpass the shoebox dioramas that I have done myself and that I've even had my students done do not done do <laughs> and however it's it's more it's more than than them just creating even though i don't like to say just creating because i think creating is very important but it it really is more it's more about the experience rather than the product which is another smart thing that carries talks about and that's process over product and it, it just really truly moves learning forward and it's this process over product thinking is about, it's about creating, it's about setting goals, working with peers, problem solving until success is achieved. And makerspaces encourage today's students in a way that few traditional classroom experiences allow. For teachers, creating and promoting these spaces ensures that your learners are truly prepared to explore, to ask questions, to collaborate with others, and to ultimately solve the challenges that they will meet when they leave school. So what do you think? Do your students have a makerspace in their future? Are you thinking, you know what, that sounds pretty amazing to me? I know that I have found my people when I look inside of my makerspace thinking with Trina Debery and I, I look in that group on Facebook and I think, okay, I, cause I have these three questions before, before I admit people in the group. And I ask them, I ask you for your email so that I can keep you updated and, and send you information. And then I also ask why or what you do and why you think we need a change in education. And I get some incredibly inspiring answers. And so I know that I found my people when I find people that don't believe in some of the systems that we currently have in place. And they believe that kids should be experiencing their learning and they, that it should be more self-directed and self-driven and that kids should be, we should be using inquiry and we should be doing things like the 5e model and we should be doing things like allowing them to have hands-on experiences. <sighs> 
So if you think that maybe you're one of my people, or I and I am one of yours, then you will want to join me for every classroom needs a makerspace. And I, I hope that you do. You can find me at trinadeveryteachingandlearning.com forward slash makerspace seat. You can grab your seat to that free masterclass and I will be there to answer questions when we're finished. And if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer them then. You can also message me if you need to. I am always open to hearing from fellow educators. All right, we are on a path. We are on a path for Makerspace all the way until the doors open for my Mastering Makerspace, which is coming up shortly. Be on the lookout. This one tired teacher is feeling excited. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. <laughs>